Welcome back to the next episode of Atelier 1121. Today we have mother, stylist, writer, lawyer, and vessel of God, the manifesting beauty, also known as Dress to Manifest. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. So, how are you during these times? I am doing so well. I think that, you know, I feel extremely blessed, very at peace, and um, in alignment with where I'm supposed to be. So, I'm doing really, really well. Speaking of where you're supposed to be, last time we talked to you, you were in D.C., and now you are in Atlanta. How is that? Um, It's great. You know what? So... So, you know, I just, I might have bought it initially, and I was trying to go back and forth between the two cities, but um, once I was just like, nope, this is where I'm going to be, and this is where I'm supposed to be, um, it's been great, um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I just submitted. <laughs> May I ask, did you have one of those moments where, like, do I stay in D.C.? Do I go to Atlanta? Do I go to New York? And how did that process work out for you? So, I think... I- when I, once I had my, um, once I got pregnant, so before I got pregnant, I was talking about moving with my partner. I was like, you know, I, I felt like I was getting a little stagnant in D.C. And I think, you know, if you stay in a place, you start to feel yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's possible, like, because everybody knows your name. Um, but I'm always like, you know, if people only know your name in the city where you <laughs> conduct business then. Yeah. That's really going to speak to, you know, um, success to me anyway. But um, so I was talking about moving. I felt a little stagnant. I was considering even New York, um, but also a, a number of other places. But when I got pregnant, it was like, oh, no, I'm, going, I'm from Atlanta. Um, and, you know, Atlanta was on the list. It was like once I got pregnant, it was amazing how quickly I was like, oh, I need to be home with my family. So that's how it came about for me was like, um, and I'm so glad that it happened this way because, you know, it turns out me and my child's father weren't together. We're not, you know, we broke up when I was eight months pregnant. And so mm-hmm. it just worked out um, that I had already planned to come home and have, like I had a midwife here in Atlanta. Um, and so it, it just worked out divine yeah it always does work out especially when you feel lost and it's so much going on and as you said you get comfortable in where you are which also causes you to be complacent or not work at your biggest capacity or think as big as you could you know and thinking big especially in fashion and in manifesting and in styling you have to always think big and always think positive so for that to happen it it, that's really good to hear divine timing is always something I believe in a son last time we spoke you did not have a son and how has that changed your life and your aspirations with your career um I think having a son was great for me um, I think, you know, while it, it did not happen necessarily how I would want it to happen, it happened like it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm convinced of that because my son had, it made me want to be better. I mean, almost immediately. Once I got pregnant, it was like, 
am? Where do I need to be? And so I had started my alignment journey prior to being pregnant. Um, however, once I got pregnant, and particularly even more so once he was here, oh, I was like, oh, I got to get this right. I got to figure this out. Like, I don't have time to play with y'all. <laughs> right. Um, and so there was this sense of like, not urgency, because I actually got delivered from a sense of urgency of like having to force things and always have to do things. But there was a sense of like priorities, like values, like what is most important to me? And, you know, it was peace. Peace was peace was at the forefront of like, I have to. And, and that was like a lot. If I got in alignment, I recognized that peace was the result of alignment. And so my son, I would say, he, there were several things that happened, but my son was definitely a part of those several things that helped me get to a place of clarity. It, it, for sure, if he he did not clarify vision, because I think God did that through the process, but he did clarify values for me. So with alignment and clarity and pers- pursuing your goals, especially for your son, those who go to church or grew up in the church, you don't necessarily, in some cases, I can't speak for everyone, hear the words alignment <laughs> or manifestation as much as you use it. And I think in the world that we live in now, I think we as a people, and I say people, yes, African-Americans, but I do mean other people, but mostly African-Americans, we don't hear that. Can you explain the importance of that when it comes to submitting to God and your yes, purpose? and it's so funny that you would say that because my mom, she hates that I use the words alignment and manifestation. Um, and let me not say she hates them, but she always cautions, she always feels the need to caution or even correct me when I use the words because... They're so unfamiliar. They're unfamiliar terms um, in as far as church goes, mm-hmm. um, because we've deemed them as like inappropriate words for. Um, we've deemed them as inappropriate um, words for those of us who are believers, mm-hmm. which is actually so crazy to me. And and even you know my argument to my mother is some of our favorite saints they will use the term alignment and manifest. <laughs> right. We just, there right now are such buzzwords that are being used by all communities, including mm-hmm. those who are not believers, that um, that that we have become uncomfortable with them. But like I have told my mom, um, and how I will always say it is like, first of all, if God owns everything, then God definitely like, he created alignment and manifestation. Absolutely. Okay, he was the original manifester. If we talk about in the beginning, there was word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Like, that is what manifestation is. <laughs> so, um, you know, when we talk about in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and he spoke them into existence. That was manifestation. So yes, it was. For me, the importance is understanding process, um, and that God is a God of order. And so you cannot do things out of order and expect abundance and that's what i discovered in my process was like i cannot demand abundance and expect to be out of order um there has to be a submission to order like god created the universe and the universe has order in it and we can see the universe's order through nature and therefore if we don't submit to this order then 
are not going to unlock the abundance that God seeks. And so for me, alignment became so very important because if, if, if I am honest, I wanted material abundance. Right. So that's even how I was introduced to alignment was in the word congruence because they, they are inter- interchangeable. But I was introduced to them in my search for, or in my chase rather, for money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started reading and picking up all the books about millionaires, and they were all talking about alignment, congruency, um, like in a place of like getting your mind right mm-hmm. um, in order for you to actually manifest this financial and physical abundance. And so I, um, for me, that's what made me begin to get into alignment. And then as I, as I began my journey and as I continued my journey, I realized my focus changed. Also, you know, we as a people are becoming more educated. Right. When we received this Bible, this book, <laughs> we were we were ignorant people. We didn't know how to read and write and we weren't we didn't have access to universities and books other than that Bible. And having an understanding of every single word in that Like you said, you got to see and understand and investigate the words spirituality, abundance, uh, alignment. And with that, a new Janelle was created, correct? You went from the working beauty to dress to manifest and manifesting beauty. Yes, yes. Oh, um, I just want to say I appreciate you have followed my journey so closely. <laughs> um, yes, I did um, go from one to the other. It shows um, growth. It shows growth. You can't be the same and and expect different outcomes. Right, and so um, I definitely had a change. Um, and that change, um, was documented through the, the change of my name and the change of like my business name, the change of my, you know, Instagram handle, et cetera, um, definitely pointed those things out. But bigger than those things, changes was that it was a a new change in me. Mm. Um, I wanted to be different and not just wanted to be different. It was like, I had to be different. It was like, I didn't. Once you gain knowledge, like, it is really true. Like, knowledge brings understanding, and Mm -hmm. then understanding brings wisdom, which is application. And so once you gain knowledge, it's only a matter of time before that knowledge is going to turn into understanding. And then that understanding um, will eventually lead to some kind of application. (laughs) Like, it's just inevitable, particularly if you are have an insatiable appetite for knowledge like I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it was like I had to be. Like, I was so compelled to to not just do a physical change of, like, my my business name, but actually change all together. When you say all together, I'm going to go back to the word peace that you used. You desired peace, but it wasn't just peace and quiet, but like peace of mind, peace of body, peace of soul. Right, 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 right. So, and then that's what it was about for me was like getting to this place of like unexplainable peace. Um, Because once I realized the thing about the money was 
at some point I did start making a good amount of money in my business. Um, and so I realized it didn't take me making millions for me to realize this ain't going to bring peace. You know, it didn't take me. I didn't get to a place where I made it. Like so many stories be like, I got there and was like, oh, I need something else. I just got over the hump of making money every day. I was making money every single day in my business. And I still, there were days where I definitely felt like I was winning. But there were too often moments where I just felt chaotic um, and, and, and exhausted. And so I knew that could not be my trajectory, particularly with a child. I was unwilling for that to be my story. Um, so for me, it was like, oh, let me figure out what brings peace. <laughs> so once you got this knowledge and this understanding and then you knew you had to apply something, where did the submission come in? Well, so the, 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 the crazy thing is the submission came well after. So I think for me, as I was even sharing in life, once there was this moment, there was a moment where, and I'll be honest, so I was listening to a sermon. Um, like I said, I've been on this trajectory for a while. And so when my son came, I couldn't read books as much because obviously it <laughs> takes up time. So where I used to read a lot, it was like, okay, I replaced reading with actually listening to more um, content, particularly sermons. Um, and so um, as I was listening to a sermon, I had, you know, discovered somebody named Dr. Miles Monroe, who I call my mentor and changed my life. Okay, changed my life. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, I was listening, and he said, God wants you to win every day. And I was doing the style box. I was actually creating the style box. And when it when I heard it, I said, huh? Like, literally, I thought it was like, well, God, why am not, you know, almost with an attitude, like, well, God, then why am I not winning every day? Right. You know, like, because I knew as soon as he said it, I was like, well, I don't feel like I'm winning. And I, like I said, I had moments and definitely days. And I'm a positive person. So I would, have, I would say I even had more days where I was winning than I felt like I wasn't. But I didn't like not feeling like I was winning not one day because that's a disruption of peace. Right. And so I was just like, God, why am I not winning? And I heard God say, because you won't submit. Ooh. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, I said, I said, submit. <laughs> most women. Most women. So now you've submit and you, and you are being still, was it a fight or did he have to, did he make you get to that point? So, um, so this is the thing is that God doesn't make us do anything. Right. So, um, he, 
he can put things in your life that make you that make you feel that he's making you right. But we always have a choice, right? So, um, I didn't feel like God made me. I, I, in fact, let's let's be honest. Um, again, going back to Doctor Miles Monroe, one of the things he says is like we initiate change. Like if you want to see change in your life, you initiate it because change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. But you can be the one to initiate it. And so I initiated my change. Like I was the one who said, God, let's do this. And I was the one who said, God, on October 1st, I wrote like, okay, God, let's do this. I'm giving you three months to show me submission and for me to get into, and for me to get in alignment with this. Um, And I just journal every day. And I would say, God had told me to write a book even before this. And I kept asking God, what's the book about? What's the book about? And it took, it wasn't until um, I started this process and I started journaling. And I was probably, it was November 18th, actually. I was crying in the car <laughs> and I was frustrated. You know, I had, and I listen, and so this is even to answer your question, did I fight it? Even after me starting the submission journey on November 18th, I was crying in my car. I was so frustrated with I had left my house. My son was upset and crying. I was frustrated. I was trying to make style boxes, but my son was being such a booger. <laughs> and so I left the house just frustrated, put him in the car seat because I knew at least if he got in the car, he would shut up. And I drove, and I ended up at a park, and I heard God was like, you know, I've given dominion to you even over this. And I was like, no, you ha- I'm like, no, you haven't got because I don't, I don't have dominion over nothing. My lights is out right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, my lights had cut off. Uh-huh. And so I'm frustrated. And I'm crying in the car. And I'm like, God, and God was like, I said, what do you want from me? Like, what do you want from me, God? And he was like, write the book. And I'm like, write the book? And, you know, because I'm just like, right now, I'm talking to you about, my lights are off and I'm trying to make these style boxes and you know what you talk about writing a book and so instead of me going back and forth with God as I had done every other time mm-hmm. in that moment I said you know what God's fine I'll write the book <laughs> and it was the first time that I just said yes instead of questioning how or why or what I just said fine I just said yes and at that moment I would say I think it was about it was less than six days later, I realized that the book was being written in my journal as I kept track of what was happening to me in this journey. Right. Um, and so it was like, oh, the book is like, I had the moment where it was like, oh, the book is written. <laughs> the book is written because he was giving me revelation. So did I fight it? Yes. I think November 18th was the day where it was like, you know what, I'm fine. Now that the 90-day transformation book is finished, correct? It is finished, yes. What's next? Um, so right now, we actually, I've been putting out the 90-day transformation. Every day, I put out a new lesson on my blog, mm-hmm. themanifestingbeauty.com slash blog. <laughs> and so you can follow along the process. Um, so... I wrote the book for me because then God was like, and now you're about to do this work for free. <laughs> so I wrote the book, and so I'm putting the book out there. It is out there for free. Um, there is a second book that I have. There's four books that actually God gave me. So um, the first book, 
like I said, I'm, I've been releasing for free. I have an accountability group um, of people who are going along the process um, with me. Um, and there's a variety of people. Like, I mean, literally looking for all different kinds of transformation. But ultimately, it all boils down to getting in alignment. Um, and so what God showed me is that even if the objective is different, even if the goal is different, the process is the same. Mm-hmm. And so I've been able to coach people through their own process because I have such a clear understanding of what process looks like. So um, even so much so that I have these individuals challenges that start on the 21st of the month. Um, the first one is they were supposed to all be love challenges, but now I have more clarity as to they, they, all, they are all love challenges, but what may be the subject of that challenge may vary um, depending on what the people kind of need. So like this past challenge that just ended on the, um, started on the 21st, and it was a love challenge, and it was designed to open up um, people to give and receive love more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And like right now, I started a challenge yesterday, at the 21st and that challenge is actually still open still designed to open you up to give and receive love more abundantly but it's focused on forgiveness Hmm. because i recognize that you can't love abundantly if you are struggling with forgiveness and that's the thing about processes too is that all process has a process yeah. So if you get stuck in one step of the process, that means you have to break that particular thing down further. So if you're stuck in a place of unforgiveness, then we got to break down forgiveness. You got to do the process of forgiveness before you can jump back into the process of love abundantly. Um, the same thing goes for like, you know, alignment process, like part of the alignment journey may be submission, right? Like, submission <laughs> is a part of the line of journey. Mm-hmm. And so we might have to break down submission or break down gratitude or break down, you know, um, so many other things in order for us to get, because you get stuck. The place where you are struggling is where you get stuck. And a lot of times we can't get past that because we don't understand process. Um, so what I do is help people um understand process and then I and explain process and then follow along with them in process. Like I really have learned um, or discovered my ability to break down and understand and really then communicate process to others. So to work and spread this journal and his word for free, which is amazing. Uh, if you haven't checked her Instagram or her blog, please go check it out. And she will definitely give you all the information at the end of this podcast. But um, to move with purpose, to share your craft with purpose, how does it feel different? Because I I know for me, when I was creating, I thought I knew what my purpose was. But after my experience in journaling and things like that, I found that my purpose was nothing that I thought it was. Um, Moving and doing and speaking and everything that you do, having God in it, how does it feel different from when you first started your business? Um, So I will say this. So my purpose when I first started my business, I heard God say, make women feel beautiful. 
I don't think my purpose has changed. It has expanded. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, I was really clear that God had told me because again, now if we before that when I was an attorney, I that was way out of alignment, right? That was a whole different ball game. I was very out of alignment then. But once I started my business, um, I was a little bit. I was a little bit closer, even though I didn't quite know what alignment was. I was definitely getting there. And that's how God is intentional with us, is that even when we don't know what's going on, he knows what's going on. But I will say, now that I am completely submitted, and I am in full alignment, um, there's peace. There's peace even in me not making money. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Mm, God got me, you know. And he does have me, because every day, even, you know, just... I would say it's probably been about two weeks, maybe three weeks now, that mm-hmm. God gave me the green light and said I could start making money again. Um, and so it, I had not made a dime, honey, <laughs> since December 15th mm-hmm. um, in my business. So from December 15th till, you know, June 15th, we went a whole six months um, before I, you know, not a single you know, not in my business. I have I took some contracts, some legal contract work, so I did, you know, make money there. But regarding my business, I didn't make any money and he had told me regarding this process and alignment things like to not charge for the year of twenty twenty and possibly even into twenty twenty one, depending on uh, depending on how I managed. How did that make you feel? Initially. Um, I feel so much at peace, like, because I know that I'm doing, I know that I'm just a vessel. Yeah. So I know that I'm doing exactly what God has required and asked of me. Um, so it's a lot of peace that comes through that when you know you're not in charge. <laughs> like, this ain't my plan, it's God's plan. So whatever. It's, it's just, and it's an abundance amount of just like, whatever. And um, again, you know, Dr. Miles Monroe, because that's my mentor, um, when he was like, you know, when you have vision, and I will even go so far as to say when you have clarity of vision, because I had vision prior to this transformation, but when you have clarity of vision, um, you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. And so life becomes so much easier. So having a clarity of vision how has that impacted the way you create your style boxes? Um, so one, I think that so style boxes was always a part of my plan, a part of my gift in that I have the ability to manifest the wardrobe. So people can literally tell me what they want to see happen and I can put something together for them. Mm-hmm. And the clarity of vision um, really helped me um, with with knowledge of like, because I had the gift of manifestation through wardrobe, um, and so it didn't help my gift, but it did help me to recognize when a client is for me or when they are not for me, which was something that I had an issue with um, when I had to take my break and got overwhelmed. One of the things that overwhelmed me was that I was getting clients that were not in alignment with what I, with my gift. So I was getting people who 
didn't know who weren't clear on their own vision. And so if you're not clear to where you're trying to go, then I can't be clear in what I do. And so I was getting frustrated because I'm like, well, this is what you told me and this is what I gave you and I know that this will work. Um, but it was because I was getting people who are out of alignment. So now I'm so happy because I don't want to lead on people by the wayside. I don't want to be like, but now I can say, hey, I'm actually not quite in a position for you to be my style client, but I would love to offer you this. Um, and this being the alignment process or my ability to help you with your alignment process. So I now have this product and this these steps that you can take that will actually help you mm -hmm. get in alignment so that you will be able to be my client. That's um, beautiful. That's really so beautiful. I think that that's what it did for me with that clarity of vision made me recognize, like, you're not my client for me to dress. But I didn't want to leave those people hanging, so it was like, now I can say, but you're my client if you want to go through process. So, what is the first step when a person comes to you, if they're not in alignment to be your customer? What is the first thing that you offer them? Um, so, if someone comes to me and they want to be a style client, and I recognize they're not in alignment, um, the first thing I'm going to offer them is, is what is knowledge it's like well do you know what alignment even is you mm -hmm. know like do you know what alignment is because a lot of people don't know they're out of alignment because we don't even know what alignment is you mm -hmm. know um so that has to happen first the knowledge so that's what i'm going to offer them first is the knowledge of what alignment is uh, and then if they if they are interested, then I'm going to offer the process of what, of getting to alignment. You offer Bible study, don't you? I do. I do do a Bible study, um, I, but that's open. I do those Bible studies on right now because I don't know when somebody's going to listen to this. But we've been doing Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. And it's been a couple of months now yeah. um, that I've been doing this. And so... Um, those happen Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. on my Instagram. But that's, like I said, that's open mm -hmm. to anybody. So, obviously, I'm doing them on my IG live. So, anybody can come in the room. And a lot of people, like, some people come in. You know, and they only come in once. I have a few people that come in every single time. Like, they do not miss. <laughs> um, but, again, that is that came about... At, because I people, as people saw me, you know, in this journey, and I'll share, you know, my reading of the Bible, people would be like, I wish I could read my Bible, or, um, you know, my, when I read, I don't have no idea what I'm reading for, or just people expressing frustration with trying to navigate God's Word. Yeah, because and, the book has been around a long time, and it's definitely hard to get through if you don't understand and a lot of people don't know that they don't understand because they have been so used to the experience that they have within church right exactly and that's and i think even us as black people um we have we have um embodied a word that was regurgitated was regurgitated to us for our manipulation so the problem I have with that is that when black people say, well, they don't, they, you know, don't believe in God or they've abandoned 
Christianity. I'm like, because it's a white man's religion or because it's white Jesus. I'm like, well, did you did you study it for yourself? Did you read it for it yourself? Because actually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we, honestly, if you read it for yourself, then it's not. Like, they took a few scriptures, a very few scriptures, and manipulated them to their benefit. Mm-hmm. And because of history, and because nobody went back and read for for their own understanding, and they could, we have just bought a into a religion that is not necessarily holistic. You know, like that's my issue. It's like you got to read that for yourself because when you read it for yourself, it's not a white man's religion. <laughs> it's not. And another thing is, you can't just read it and not do your research outside of it because there's so many paths it will take you down. There's so much knowledge to know there's stories upon stories upon stories and names of people and places that are very representative of us as black people right and so exactly and so that was one of the things that for me i'm like you know if i share some of these stories if i read the bible and people see how i study the bible maybe they'll be encouraged to then go read for themselves so one of the things i think that is encouraging is that i don't pre-plan my bible study I'm literally like reading like as I would read for myself if I were by myself. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a pastor in that it's like, oh, I studied this word and now I'm going to say everything right. Sometimes I get to a passage and I'm like, well, y'all, I don't know what this means. So we're going to have to look this up and come back. And look it up together, you know, and then not having a pastor do it also diminishes the intimidation Yes, and I, that's what I think, and that's why I don't want to pre-plan um, the Bible study. That's why I'm so intentional about like just reading in the moment with whoever is in the the room with me, um, because I think it's intimidating um, to to have a pastor. It can be intimidating to have someone who's like, well, this is what they do, and this, you know. So for me, I'm like, well, this ain't what I do, you know, <laughs> like, and so. Um, it's what I do as a believer, but it's not what I do as far as my occupation. So, um, I, for me, that that's how that came about. Um, and and also, if I'm also honest, I, I I I thought I was also doing it to kind of distract God from <laughs> um, from the writing of the book. Oh, that's honest. <laughs> um, I did, yeah. And so then God said. I like what you're doing, but now you're just going to have to do both. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, and so, yeah, and so it's been a beautiful thing. The Bible studies have been a beautiful thing. Um, and I will do them, um, you know, as long as, 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 I read my Bible every day. So for me, it's like I'm just publicly doing my reading a couple of times or a few times a week. Beautiful. Well, I think this has been a fantastic interview. I'm so happy that you said yes and that you came to share your knowledge and your experience. When can we expect to possibly have an auto book or a hard copy of your book? Um, so that's September. I'm meeting with an editor tomorrow. Oh. Um, September. So the, the right now the book can be followed along on my blog at themanifestingbeauty.com. Um, however, I'm releasing one lesson every day. 
So today is the 22nd, so we're on lesson 22. Um, and, and so I release a lesson every day. So that will be until August 30th. So the book, the whole book will have been released on my blog for free. And there's some people following along, especially because I can see this is the most jump in my blog ever has been, or my website has ever been, even with me doing clothes. Um, but um, the hard copy of the book will be sometimes the goal, okay, because I don't want to rush my own process or rush God's process, but I believe it to be September. So um, I'll be ready in September with some hard copies. Um, and even on the blog, I'll be deleting every 30 days. So, um, you know, the first 30 days will be up. And then once I started the second 30 days, I'm taking the first 30 days down. Beautiful. Uh-huh. That's so, beautiful. Yeah, you got to protect your stuff. And if they want to see it or they want to read it, they can purchase your book when it comes out in September yeah, or, when, or when it does. The whole thing book. And the beautiful thing about the book is that when I drop the book, it will have a journal workbook that will be sold separately that you can purchase as a bundle or you can just purchase the book. But the workbook will be what I'm doing right now with my accountability group. So it's the questions, it's the journal prompts, it's the activities that we do that actually help you in in actually being effective in the in the process. This is absolutely beautiful. I congratulate you. I am always watching, always rooting for you. And you have helped so many people. Whether you know, whether they reach out to you or not, you have helped so many people, both in well, fashion I and outside. I appreciate that. Um, I am just a vessel. I say that people like, you always just say I'm just a vessel. Yeah, we are. We are. We are just vessels. And it, for me, it's just a reminder that, like, I just said yes, and God is working through me. Because this ain't my process. <laughs> you know, like, I'll be like, this ain't my process. This is the process that God ordained, and I'm just the narrator. He's the author, but I'm the narrator of this particular book. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. And let me just say, I'm in awe. Like, as people have been coming to me and <laughs> been like, oh, my God, you know, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Oh, my God, I just raised, um, you know, $250 million. Um, oh, my gosh, you know, I just started this company, and I've already got employees and gotten grants. Oh, my God. Like, whatever their testimony is, you know, oh, my God, I had a dream, and now I know my purpose. Mm-hmm. It's been so, such a range of testimony um, that I'm just in all like, <clears throat> God, you really are using me. And he told me this particular piece of who I am in my business and, and, and eventually, you know, my legacy would not be tied to a specific gender or a specific race or a specific um, social economic demographic. And so even now, as people have been coming to me, I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, like this is beyond just my audience for Dress to Manifest. Right. We're much bigger and more powerful than we think we are. Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. when Absolutely. we have God on our side. Right. And he and, and so we're on the winning side. And that's what I said. Like, we serve a limitless God. And so, therefore, we are unlimited. Because the same spirit. God that created the stars created you. So. Right. You got to remember um, that. Think. And he's so intentional. He's so intentional. Yeah. So I'm like. I am submitted. I'm like, okay, God, your way is, and your will is definitely better than my own. 
We spoke further for another couple minutes about the greatness of manifestation, abundance, and our experience with God, extending our friendship and our business relationship even further. It was such a pleasure to have the Manifesting Beauty on the Atelier 1121. If you would like to see more of us, please follow us at Ontavia Roulette on Instagram, and that's O-N-T-A-V-I-A-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. Or you can find us on our other Instagram, and that's at Atelier1121. Also, please visit www.ontaviaroulette.com.